The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. Some people see a dumpster fire and do nothing but watch the spectacle. Some are too scared to face the danger, or they think it will benefit them if they just let it keep on burning. Others shrug and say, oh, all this talk of a dumpster fire, it's just fake news. There is an inferno raging. Have we started the fire? Yes, the fire rises. It is a dumpster fire. We need somebody to put it out. And it goes a little something like this. Tether off, we're gonna tether off the mother sucker. Tether off the sucker. We need one to What you wanna be when you grow up? I wanna be rich. Oh, I wanna be rich. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. In a world where fantasy shows suck, here's one that doesn't suck as much. Funkin' Fantasy with Luigi Curto. Mazel tov, you sons of bitches. Welcome to Funkin' Fantasy Hebrew Edition. It's Hanukkah celebration. It's Hanukkah's over. Is it? It's over, yes. It's a final. Hanukkah has ended. But the menorah still burns deep inside the dumpster, which is here at Moonshine, 1825 East Moy Menson Avenue, each and every single Tuesday evening. And tonight, for tonight's special Hanukkah edition of Funkin' Fans, we brought in a real Jew. He's been here. He's been Jewish for a long time. He goes all the way back to dreidels and cradles. My man, Eric Cohen, who brought in the greatest cookie, the yeah. greatest chocolate chip cookie before the show ever. Where's this, the 4th Street Deli? Famous for now. Why is it famous aside from the fact that it's Jewish-owned deli? Because they're forever. Because they're forever. Okay, I like it's it. Quality. All the, now, all the politicians have lunch there on every election day. Oh, I got you. No problem. So as uh, Aaron, as Aaron Cohen checks in your Facebook Live via the Tony Bruno Show, he says, "Everyone, pick up your drinks." L'chaim to the show is about to start. What was that? L'chaim. Okay. If you got a, yeah, you have phlegm. It's not l'chaim. Like you, it's spelled like l'chaim, but it's by the way, that guy speaking to my left right here is, is Joe Rufino. He found his way out of New Jersey yeah, and out of the batting cage for the first time in three months. 76 opened up. And he's back here to, uh, to, to, run, to run the show with me. Charlie uh, will be calling in later on with his Tuesday 10, but I've been asked to make it a Tuesday 5. I'll take it under <laughs> advisement. Uh, but let's get into some real stuff. I got breaking news. In my own personal fantasy football quest for a championship in my big money league, I pulled off the heart attack game of heart attack games. I was down damn near 51 points 
until Amari Cooper took the field and took the heart and the soul out of the Philadelphia Eagles playoff hopes with the miraculous fourth, I'm sorry, overtime game-winning touchdown to get him 49.7 points, which allowed me to sweat out a Monday night contest against the, with the Seattle Seahawks against the Minnesota Vikings and one Kirk Cousins who puts up 14.5 fantasy points. He's garbage. He was, I told people to avoid him last week, mostly because I was playing against him. <laughs> and I was able to secure a 147 to 146.9 victory and advance to the semifinals. You know, I know this is a fantasy show. Yes. Nobody cares about your fantasy. Yes, they do. That's what this show is about. They're here to talk about your fantasy. That's what the whole damn basis of the show is. I'm going to give myself a roaring round of applause. <laughs> and for that, and for that, for, for that win, I get to face the undefeated 13-0 juggernaut team that's in my league. Is it a, a spoof name? No. No? No, no, no. It's, it's the commissioner of my league. What's but he called in last week, and um, he's 13-0. He avoided, he avoided a loss the entire regular season. And for that, he gets the astute honor of playing moi. Now, do you get special points for having a good name, team name? You don't. I mean, in, in the, in, I mean just in, like the, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the circles that we talk about fantasy football, we say, oh, that's a, that's a clever name, or that's a good name, or whatever it is. You should get a point for that. For, you should? Yeah. New rule. That's a new rule. You get a point. Yep. If you're you get going a point against for a guy who's got a weird ass, like maybe, you know, uh, dad of four kids. His team that's name. That's a weak ass name. His team name was a team has no name. Ah, come on now. That's weak. Exactly. And my team was, in honor of Sports Talk Radio, first time, long time. Well, that's all right. That's clever. That's I'll not get, bad. I'll, I'll give you that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, so you get an extra point anyway. See, now it's a, you know, you get a 1.1 point uh, margin. You, uh, you done? Babbling over here? I'm done. Oh, thank you. Marquise John says he won despite the, uh, the SOB Jared Goff. We're going to mention Jared See, Goff and the, the SOBs. SOBs a little early for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Also, so uh, again, me patting myself on the back, unable to escape near elimination and one step, one step closer to the quiche, to getting that cash, that Christmas cash at the end of the year that we so covet. Cash? It's, it's a straight cash, homie. Oh, cash. Cash. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about something else. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's a different show for a different time. Meanwhile, um, Meanwhile Fultz is still last week's Luigi's versus the listeners fantasy showdown, we did presidents, Joe. Yes. Because George Bush Sr. passed away, so we, did a little, uh, we paid a little respects to him. And we did presidents. And uh, I laid a presidential beat down <laughs> on, the, uh, on, the, on the listeners. And this week, in, our, in respect of Hanukkah, in respect to our, our, our ye faithful, we are, we're going to do famous Jewish people. Few rules, though. Number one, you can only take a maximum of three athletes on each team. Three known athletes, like professional sports players, okay? And you have to select one female Jew. Got it. One, okay? Now, we all know how this works. Every single week, Jason Nemrod puts in the first pick for the listeners. And you, too, as a listener, can make a pick yourself at 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. That's how you jump in to the program and to the dumpster itself. And you can also make a pick. And if you have a question regarding your fantasy team or just a fantasy in general that I might be able to help answer for you or possibly make happen, feel free to call and ask Uncle Lou. Now, Jason Nemroff made a pick. Now, he went 
This is, this is a solid selection. However, it's the wrong pick, I believe. He went quarterback. He went with Jesus Christ at quarterback. Going to get bad traction with those. Things. See, here's the thing, though. And that's a good selection. I mean, you can't knock Christ. But I'm taking the, the, the greatest Jew of all time. I'm taking a man who just parts defenses, who knows how to follow instructions, who's literally a walking clipboard. He can recite whatever you need. To, he's, he's, he's just a coach in his head. I'm taking my man Moses, who led the Jews to victory. Exactly. He was a fo 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 guy. I'm taking Moses, number one, at quarterback overall. So the listeners have Jesus Christ, and I went with Moses. I, again, if you look up the greatest, Jewish, like, the greatest Jewish people in history, Moses is ranked higher than Jesus Christ. I really worry about traction. See, that's the thing, though, too. It's like, you know, you're right. They got sandals, man. Come again, on. like, J- Jesus can walk on water. Cool trick. It's a party trick. Nice. It's good. Moses can part, can part defenses. Okay, and he, like I said, he just he he knows how to lead the troops to victory. He gets them through tough terrain, through sand, through rain, everything, to, through plague. plague. Yeah, you know, plague's tough. I forgot all my Catholic education stuff. Again, Doug McGregor says expected top two. Of course, these are these were the number one and two picks. But this, I feel, I believe this is Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf all over again. I believe Jesus Christ is Ryan Leaf. Oh, really? Yes, in this equation. So I, I after a reporter? I guess. I, I equate, I equate Jesus Christ to Ryan Lee. Junior, junior Seau to step in? Yeah, well, let's hope not. So, let's see here. Uh, let's get us MVPs. MVPs, SOBs, we'll get into that part of the program. We'll get rock and roll with the game. Charlie's calling up Tuesday 10. Got injury report news. Avoid deploy for the week. And uh, if you two, again, like I said, not you two as in Bono, not a Jew, if you want to join in with the program, you can do so via the Tommy Bruno Show Facebook Live page. Also on Twitter, at Fantasy hashtag in the show, Fantasy, And dialing in at 619-924-9874. Now, MVPs from last, last week. Derrick Henry did to Jacksonville what as only a gas station burrito would do to any of us, and that is rip them a new asshole. 17 carries, 238 yards, Four touchdowns, runs of three, 16, and, 90, and a 99-yard touchdown run for the ages. That was an angry He went run beast mode, angry. all right? Definitely angry. 55.8 points for Derrick Henry, who was on my bench for the Funkin' Fantasy League, which I'm way out of anyway, so it didn't matter. Really? But I did, we did win again. That's three straight. We won three straight to end the season. That's good. It's huge, man. That was huge. It doesn't mean anything. It was meaningless, but we won three straight. It's nice to finish on a high note going in the next season. That's right. We're going to be number seven. Now, uh, also in that game, D.D. Westbrook, he had seven receptions, 88 yards, one touchdown, 21.6 points. D- Again, Derrick Henry, man, that was a night for the ages there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey at Cleveland, 16 carries, 63 yards, two touchdowns, six receptions and 38 yards for Christian, 25.1 points. Jarvis Landry for the Cleveland Browns, three receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown. He also had two rushes for 54 yards and another touchdown on the ground, 27.6 points for Jarvis Landry. It's a nice bounce-back game for him. Uh, Matt Ryan at Green Bay, 28 of 42 for 262 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, 27 points. Sorry about that. Julio Jones. Eight receptions, 106 yards, two touchdowns, 26.6 points. F you, Julio, because you almost stole my win for me. Aaron Rodgers in that game. 
Uh, 21 out of 32, 196 yards, two touchdowns. He had three rushes for 44 yards, 23.4 points. Pat, my homie Mahomes against the Ravens, 35 out of 53, 377 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, two rushes for minus three yards, which is odd for Pat because he's usually in the plus column for that category, 25.7 points for him. Lamar Jackson, 13 out of 24 for 147 yards and two touchdowns, 13 carries for 71 yards, 24.1 points for Lamar. In uh, what was the, uh, the craziest finish of the weekend? Tom Brady at Miami, 27 to 43, 358 yards, three touchdowns, one carry for three yards, 32.3 points. Ryan Tannehill, we'll mention him later, 14 out of 19, 265 yards, three touchdowns, one rush for 13 yards, 32.3. If you notice, Joe, the similarities between Ryan Tannehill and Tom Brady there. Brandon Bolden, are you even going to ask? No. Who the fuck is that guy? Running back for the damn Miami Dolphins, yo. Two carries for 60 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, 21.5 points. Kenny Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, eight receptions, 135 yards. And the game winner on the miracle Hail Mary, yeah. flip the ball around 100 times, hope no one goes off sides or, I mean, or, or does a forward lateral, whatever the case may be. Uh, just basically jump around like a bunch of idiots until someone hopefully breaks free, and someone did. And he scored a touchdown on that play for 23.5 points. Jameis Winston against the Saints, 18 of 38, not that great. But 213 yards and two touchdowns and interception. Five receptions, 47 yards, comes out to 23.7 points. Eli Manning waking up against the Redskins. 14 out of 22, 197 yards, three scores, 25 points. Saquon Barkley, again and again, every week MVP. 14 carries, 170 yards and a touchdown. Four receptions for 27 yards. I'm sorry, 77 yards, 30.7 points. Uh, did Facebook just go down, Joe? I don't know. Will the Redskins win another game this year? Uh, I'm going to say no. They're done. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's no, a final for the Redskins. Facebook's clicking, but I don't. Is it clicking? Yeah, it's working. Is it? Yeah. I don't have it. Maybe I do. Where is it? Saying it's uh, 18 minutes. Yeah, it's going, but can you see us? Yeah, I see. Are we still there? Yep. You follow me, camera guy? I see me. Says end the video. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on here. But they were saying with that Miami touchdown against uh, Patriots, they were all wide receivers that were used in that hooking ladder. Yeah, it's, it, that, was a, that was a crazy play, to, to say the least, Joe. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like you see it happen, and you're like, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. I was going to get in when he, when he held on to it around the 15, the 10-yard line, and he ran in. I thought he, I th I thought he was, was. going to be able to turn a corner. I thought he was going to get in. But as soon as he got there, I was like, nah. son of a bitch is going to get the sideline, and here we go. He's going to get the sideline, and here we go. And Patriots fans everywhere were going crazy. Uh, yeah, David Price checks and Gronk was falling on his face. It was awesome. <laughs> it really was. It was David not, it was, Price is falling on the show? Not, not David Price, the, the, the pitcher. David Price, the, the, the gentleman. Oh, the gentleman. The gentleman. He's a gentleman. Okay. He's a gentleman. He's a real mensch. Now, uh, Josh Johnson for the Skins, who came in for Mark Sanchez. 11 to 16, 195 yards, touchdown and a pick, seven rushes, 45 yards, and another touchdown. Crystal, can I have one other one, please? Yep. Thanks, please. Uh, 29 and a half points. Andrew Luck at Houston, 27 out of 41, 399 yards. One more yard would have been a five-point bonus for some people in fantasy football, which would have came out huge. They got, yeah, if you shot, go, they got shot out, though, didn't they? No. Oh. He had, three touch, he had two touchdowns and an interception. Oh, I'm sorry. Six rushes, 16 yards. Did he do any kind of homework? Never. 27.6 points. T.Y. Hilton, nine receptions, 199 yards, 24.9 points. Joey Mix at the Chargers, 26 carries, 111 yards and a score, five receptions, 27 yards, 22.3 points. Nick Mullins against Denver, 20 out of 33, 332 yards, two touchdowns at a pick, five rushes for minus 10 yards. That's not good. Uh, one of those scores was for 85 yards to George Inkittle. 
Seven receptions for 210 yards and, and that touchdown, that 85-yard touchdown, that aforementioned touchdown to George Kittle. Um, that guy is, is single-handedly like saving people's fantasy lives. Yeah, all in the first half. He had 210 yards receiving in the first freaking half, dude. Jesus Christ. That's insane. As, as uh, Joe Quillen over here says, he almost broke the all-time tight end receiving record. What is the record, Joe? You're good, man. Uh, John Leon says, have a great show, and tell Rafino to smile once in a while. He can't smile. He's got nothing to no, smile no. about. What am I going to smile about? Exactly. You got half a beer. Are you, are you Miller Lite? Yeah, I'm going Miller Lite. Huh. It's like a glass of water. That's okay, though. Sometimes you need to hydrate. That's why I have a couple of them. Carson Wentz at Dallas, 22 at 32, 228 yards, three touchdowns, four rushes for minus three yards, 26.7 points. Ezekiel Elliott, 28 carries, 113 yards, 12 receptions for 79 yards for Zeke, 25.2. Dak Prescott, not to be outdone by Carson in this game, 42 of 54, 455 huge yards, three touchdowns, two picks, four rushes for two yards, 41.2 points. And then Amari, are you fucking kidding me, Cooper? The man who was on a milk carton for an entire season until I swept them up off the street, put them on my roster when I was dead and gone, and turns around and goes 10 receptions, 217 yards, three touchdowns, one from 75 yards out, and the other one coming from the heavens on what was the game winner in overtime and helped me win my fantasy league game to get to the semifinals. And I know what everybody's saying, oh, you're cheering for I wasn't cheering for him. I wanted the Eagles to win the game. I thought I was done. I was down by 50-something points. I didn't care. I wanted the Eagles to win the game. I I don't care about that kind of stuff. I was rooting for the Eagles to win the game. Not only because I had money on them, but also because I I was rooting for the Eagles to win the game. I wanted to see their season continue. It was a fluke play. Yeah, it's a shame. It was a total fluke play. And a lot of people were saying, why didn't he just knock the ball down? Well, because there was... Because he was first. Well, there's one. But there's also the fact that his eyes are basically looking to intercept that ball because he can go the other way with it, number one. Number two... There's not much time left yeah, hanging there, that so was you a reactionary play. You got to make a play, man. And it's just a freak. It was a fluke play, and it went into his hands. It went in the end zone, and it got me. It got me to win. And it is what it is. And Amari Cooper's again. The Eagles now, again being being our team from Philadelphia here, and and my favorite team. The Eagles are now behind the eight ball. They control their own destiny. Kinda. <laughs> that first round pick wasn't that bad, now is it? No. Everybody laughed at it. Yep. It's. Paying off pretty good. It for is. Them right play, now. It's playing off huge for them right now. Um, and also, I don't think Cooper has made one reception. Where, well, maybe that one that he burned on, um, he burned Jones on. But the other ones. Yeah, and Sidney Jones looking more and more like the biggest mistake in in, yeah, in, in history, right? Well, not in history, but in the last several years for the Eagles because you wasted a second round pick on a guy when you clearly needed a running back who on on a on a cornerback who wasn't going to be ready for a year. Looks like he's going to be ready for the next two years. He still looks a, sl- a step slow. He still doesn't look like he's all the way back, and he's, he's slight. He's getting pushed around all over the damn place. Yeah. He's got to put on some weight. If, if you're slow and you can't tackle, you have a problem. You're a really shitty quarterback. Yes. You're very, you're, it's not exactly the, the uh, – one or the other. It's not a recipe for success at the cornerback position in the NFL. No. I'll go ahead and say that. Um, but the Eagles this week, and we'll talk about that later on in the pick segment, they travel to the Rams uh, in L.A., and um, – this yeah. could pretty much be the nail in the coffin for the Philadelphia Will the Eagles. the dumpster be traveling with them? No. No? No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's going gonna, it's gonna, to – well, they got plenty of dumpsters out there in L.A. anyway. Yeah, true. People, plenty of people living in them as well. You and me, pretty soon if things keep going the way it is. Uh, but he, I'll go to L.A. But Amari Cooper had 49.7 points. Jimmy Juju Schuster at Oakland. He had eight receptions for 130 yards, two touchdowns, 29 points. And the Bears' defense stifled the Rams for uh, 27 points. Uh, let's see here. 
That's obese. Leonard Fournette at Tennessee, 14 carries, 36 yards. Two receptions for five yards, five points. Isaiah Crowell at Buffalo, two carries, five yards. One reception for minus two yards, 1.7 points. Charles Clay for the Bills, one of the only healthiest offensive weapons they have. One reception, five yards. Devin Funch is at Cleveland, squad douche. Duke Johnson on the other sideline, two carries for minus six yards, which is actually worse than what Devin Funches did, <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, Calvin Ridley at Green Bay, worst game of his rookie career, one reception for 10 yards. Jimmy Graham continues to have a horrible year, two receptions for 13 yards. James White at Miami, only four carries for James, 13 yards, two receptions for 15 yards, 3.9 points. Devontae Parker had one reception for 18 yards. Traquan Smith at Tampa, zeros across the board. Chris Goodwin, one reception for 13 yards in the same game. Adrian Peterson uh, at the Giants flipped the switch in the opposite direction this time. 10 carries, 16 yards, one reception for three yards. Golden Tate at Dallas, one reception, 1.7. Every single Eagles running back except for Sproles who managed to fall forward into the end zone for a touchdown. That was a horrible, horrible display of running by the Philadelphia Eagles. Deuce Staley needs to go. Yes, he does. Sorry, but supposedly he's in charge of the running back rotation. A lot of people are asking for Deuce Daly to get a chance to do this, get a chance to do this. He's got a chance to go pump gas somewhere else. What he needs to do is, again, first, Deuce, because I love you, lay off the beef low main. Seriously, it's time. Take a break. I loved him as a player, man. I loved him as a player. Pittsburgh, Philly, he was awesome. I watched, my first Eagles game was November 30th against the, it was one of my birthday. It was the the Bengals versus the the Eagles. Bobby Hoying start. Deuce Daly was a kick returner. And I'll never forget being at the vet here in the Deuce. I love that whole Deuce deal. I he did. Was, he was a returner? I don't remember He was a kick that. returner, really? too. Yeah, he played the kick return. Now, again, I loved him. I thought he was great. But I got to be honest with you, man. As a running backs coach, I'm not impressed. Not at all. And I'm not impressed, and I'm not going to sit here and catapult him to be an offensive coordinator anytime soon. No. All right? Kathy Carmino, Doug's wife's going, what about my boys? Dallas two, Bird zero. That's great. A tip of the cap to you. I mean, listen, you guys are moving on, and we're not. She should move back to Dallas where she grew up. It is what it is. All right? Hey, listen, the Cowboys won. We talk a lot of smack. We can take some back. All right? They won. Fair and square. They beat us. They had, you know, they beat us. I wouldn't say it's fair and square. Well, I was going to mention the refs and everything else like that, too. I blame refs, but... You can't say that's the thing, too. The tired thing of blaming the refs. But it it was a horrible performance, and... All I will say is the positive thing about that game is that I have to tip my cap again to the, to the guys on the field at the end of that game in the, in the overtime session to ask any team to do what they did defensively and be on that field for eight minutes yeah. is a monumental task. So, I, again, with all the injuries that they were riddled with, yeah, yeah. You, you, can't, you, you can't put the blame there. I mean, seriously, it's hard to get, it's hard to get the field on third down, especially when you're already spent. All where, right? the been, where the hell's uh, Chris Long been for the last well, 12 games? So here's the thing with Chris Long is that Chris Long last year was Chris Long. The, like he was just a, he was a, a good pass rusher who was able to help us win a Super Bowl because he was still able to get to the quarterback a little True. bit. This year, he's got just a little bit he, like he lost just a little bit. And that little bit is just enough from, for, from being getting your arm on the quarterback or just missing him. Right. And he's just missing. I think it's he's a yes, he's got the Mamoulis and he's. He's, he's very good at hurrying the quarterback, but he's not very good at touching the quarterback. And that's what he was able to do last year, and right. he's not able to get there this year, and that's what's, that's what's hurting the Philadelphia Eagles up front as far as Chris Long goes. It's, it's the fact that he's just not getting there as quickly as he was last year. He's a little bit slow, and I think it's – and that's to be expected. I mean, another year later in his career, um, 
you know, all the humanitarian work he's been doing, carrying all that stuff in his pocket is probably slowing him down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, I mean, he can't be that heavy. From, he's he's he giving away all his checks. checks. Yeah, he's giving away all his money. Half this year. I mean, yeah, he's a great guy. I mean, that goes without saying. And, and, and I'm tired of people, oh, well, he's a good guy. Who gives a shit if he's a good guy? That's what I said. If the guy can't play, he can't play. That's what I said. You know? People are like, oh, Connor Barwin, I love me, ride Septon. Fuck Connor Barwin. He's a douchebag. You don't see the Yankees signing Mother Teresa, do you? Bitch can't hit a curveball. You watch what you say about Mother Teresa. She can't hit a curveball. No, she can't hit a curveball. You're right. You're trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> so that's um, why this can't be a fantasy baseball, because Jesus Christ would not be on there. Listen, the thing is, is that when it comes to guys like Chris, I mean, I've been saying this about athletes all the time, too. Like, and I don't I, mean to say uh, Mother Teresa's a bitch. I never met her. She's not. She's a fantastic woman. Very, very sweetheart. Sorry. She is, dude. I take that back. Come on, man. On, on Jewish holiday day, this is what you're going to do even though she's not Jewish. Kenny Galladay at Arizona, two receptions for five yards. Uh, the entire Cardinals team as a whole. Uh, Jared Goff at Chicago, 20 out of 44 for 186 yards and four interceptions, 3.5 points for Jared. That's that a shame it? that uh, Adams wasn't on there. You know, seven carries, 30 yards. Would have been nice to maybe use him about six, seven. I forgot to write times. down the rest of the SOBs. That's probably about it. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, rookie report, Sam Darner at Buffalo, 16 out of 24, 170 yards, and a touch, touchdown and a pick for Sammy. Uh, Josh Allen, the same game, 18 to 36 for 206 yards, no touchdowns, but he did have nine rushes for 101 yards and a score. Nick Chubb against Carolina, 13 carries, 66 yards and a touchdown. Great Four receptions. For a back. It is a great game. All righty then. Baker Mayfield, 18 to 22. I don't know why I hit that. 238 yards, one touchdown. That's what she said. Four rushes for two yards. Calvin Ridley, son of a bitch. Lamar Jackson, MVP. Saquon Barkley, MVP. Austin Eckler against the Bengals, 15 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown, two receptions for 28 yards. Phillip Lindsay at San Fran, 14 carries, 30 yards, and a score. Michael Gallup against the Eagles, he had four receptions, 24 yards. Josh Rosen against the Lions, 26 of 41, 240 yards, and a pick. And Josh Reynolds at Chicago, three receptions for 36 yards, 6.6 points. You impressed with, sorry, you were impressed with uh, Baker Mayfield? Yes. You think he was going to be a bust? You think it was like Manziel ish? Nope, not at all. Not at all. I thought that the kick was flat-out play. Yeah. Flat-out play. He threw the ball better than Manziel did. Uh, he had a better arm. Yeah. Much better arm than Manziel. And he's, he's, he's got a much better release, quicker release. And his decision-making is, is... Not bad for a rookie. It's not about not bad on rookie, but it's like he was like... It looked like he was up to NFL speed already. Like the game right. wasn't too fast for him. Like you know, like the difference in, in the between the NFL and college is that that window closes very very quick. Oh yeah. You know that window in college, you know, in the NFL it shrinks by like half, and he was already ready to go, and he plays with confidence. I don't want to say that he plays with swagger. I don't want my court like people are like I want my guy to play with swagger, man. He's got to be you know he's got to have that hip stuff. I'm like no, dude. Like nah. I want my quarterback to play with confidence. Like he goes out there. He's got the confidence in himself that he knows what he's doing, and his team has confidence in him. See, I like that in college when he was, like, flipping off the other team and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I got no problem with that. I have no problem with that whatsoever either. Like, oh, it's sportsmanship. No, sportsmanship is you sometimes, man. You're you're in college. You're a professional athlete. If you're playing D1, you're big-time school. You are getting paid to play. You're getting paid about $50,000 a year in college tuition to play. And you already got an agent. You already got money set aside. Come on. You're you're a professional athlete already. It doesn't matter. You want to talk about trash? Talk, uh, you, you have, how about this? Why don't we turn the music down, right, and turn the microphones up on an NBA court? Oh, that'd be nice. It's nothing but trash talking up and down, left and right. Michael Jordan talked more trash than anyone on the floor. Larry Bird was horrible, and I yeah. you don't even know that stuff, man. Yeah, they said that Iverson was like in tears the first time he played Jordan. Yeah, he, he talked nothing but trash him, the entire yeah. time. That's awesome. 
yeah, I, I, I'm all for that, man. Trash talk is a healthy thing. Just leave mamas out of this. All right? Ah. Let's get off of mamas. What are you going, white man can't jump? Because I just got off of yours, all right? Oh. Come on. Joe, you don't, <laughs> you don't touch mamas, all right, man? Your mother's an astronaut. I'm kidding. I'm, your mother's never been an astronaut. Your mother never was an astronaut. Your mother never be an astronaut. It's too fucking stupid anyway. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Uh, uh, injuries. Austin Hooper. He's questionable with the knee. He's got another one. He should be fine. LaShawn McCoy's day-to-day with the hamstring. Probably pulled a tip in someone. Big Ben missed the second half against the, um, against the Raiders. Did but he, he lock, said he's going to play against the Patriots. Did he lock somebody in the bathroom? No. Oh. Ryan Tannehill has a right ankle injury. Quoted after the game saying, it feels like crap. That's a direct quote from Ryan Tannehill. It's kind of like an Embiid quote. Yeah. Jordan Reed sprained his foot. He's going to miss a few weeks, but we got to give him a roaring round of applause. Because Jordan Reed waited until week 14 to get hurt this year. Normally, he's got three or four injuries by now, and he has not been concussed yet. He will finish one NFL season complete with no concussion history. Jordan Reed, congratulations, my brother. You avoided CTE for one more year. All right. Speaking of CTE, let's get down to the game. All right. So now, Luigi versus the listeners here, famous Jewish people. The listeners had the number one pick. It went with Jesus Christ. I countered that by going with Moses. I think I got the better of the two. You got to ask any legit Jew. I got a legitimate Jew here. And we'll ask him later about this list. But it's the listener's pick. I'm going to throw it out to Joe Rafino to make it. It's been a while since he's made a pick, but he's going to make a pick now. And we'll throw out to Facebook and it's into uh, to Twitter in a second. Joe, you can go anywhere you want with this except for quarterback. Who's your Jew? I'm going to go with a running back here. Okay. Kind of a little guy. All right. Very elusive. Okay. A lot of like sleight of hand stuff. Okay. It's going to be Harry Houdini. I like Harry Houdini. You do? Really? I do. Wow. That's, that's a good pick. I'm getting praise early on that? That's a good pick. I'm going wide receiver, though. Taking one of my athletes. I'm wasting no time. I need a guy with rings. Taking Julian Edelman, the wide receiver. Really? Yeah. Moses to Edelman. Lock it down. <laughs> Nemiroff goes torpedo time. Joe, oh, Joe torpedo on. Joe in the house. All right? So, so we all see how this works now. Again, um, and again, you could join in 619-924-9874. We got people chiming all over Facebook Live and social media. Uh, feel free to call in the program. And now, Joe. Yes, sir. Now, do we have a pick from Twitter? Uh, yeah, barbecue. All right. Our boy Barbecue Beef Balboa Street Bice. He's going he's gonna to make a selection for the listeners now. He, uh, quarterback was already taken. So quarterback we're gonna, was already we're taken. going to go wide receiver, and I was, I was liking this guy anyway. Except, really, how is this league going to happen if they can't play on Sunday? What's that? No, it's a Thursday night game. Oh, okay, Thursday night game. <laughs> it's a Thursday night Thursday game. Thursday night season? <laughs> right. It was a Thursday night game. Come on, man. All right, so we're going to go uh, wide receiver. We're mm-hmm. going to go with our athlete, the number one ranked Jewish athlete of all time, Sandy Koufax. Okay. Where are you going? At wide receiver? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm taking my defense. I'm taking it early. I'm taking another athlete. I'm taking Bill Goldberg. Cut by the Atlanta Falcons. Taking Bill Goldberg at defense, baby. Yeah, he might be cut by defense, but he's got some of the greatest gifts of all time on Twitter. <laughs> 
That's right. All right, I know who I'm going to go with defense later on, but I'm not going to do it yet, though. You're not going to do it yet? See, I don't want to go Sandy Koufax. He's too, he's too generic. Well, I'm not going to go with an athlete for defense. But I already know who I'm going Well, you can do it right now if you want. Yeah, we're still going to go for another one? You can take another pick. Go for it. All right, cool. Because we're waiting for Charlie to call him with the Tuesday 10. So when Charlie calls him with the Tuesday All 10, right. Jesus. Uh, Andrew's over here. She's coloring. She's coloring during the show, and she's giving me shit. You got something you want to add to the program over there? What's it, what, are you, what are you playing over there? Great big word finds. I got a word for you to find, all right? Actually, it's a sentence. Two words. Joe knows what it is already. <laughs> shut the fuck up or go outside, all right? All right, now, let's get back down to business. Let's, let's, bring up, let's bring up an authentic Jew. Let's bring up my man Eric Cohen, all right, to the microphone. He's standing right over there. I want to thank you again for the cookie. It was phenomenal. It was very Incredible cool. cookie. Thank you so much. I mean, you came in here. That was a meal. The whole mishpucha, the bag, the whole nine. It was whole nine. It, so was, it had to be. Uh, it was so good, I man. went to Jewish Deli, famous 4th Street. Been there forever. The best chocolate chip cookies ever. I, 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 I'm not, it's not even debatable. I mean, I've eaten no. a couple of chocolate. I'm not a big cookie guy as These it is. The free plugs we're giving them, too. I'm not a big cookie guy as it is. But... He comes in, he goes, this is the best chocolate chip cookie ever. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Everyone says that, right? I took one bite, and it wasn't even debatable. I'm like, I know I'm tasting the greatest thing I've ever – like, I'm, I'm eating the greatest chocolate chip. You know it. You know you're eating the best that's ever been made. That's it right there. So thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Now. And I'm no stranger to sweets. Mm-hmm. That's a damn good cookie. It is a damn it good really cookie. Is. Now, Eric, I don't want you naming your, like, your accountant or any shit like that. I want some legitimate, famous Jewish people, all right? <laughs> okay? Do Jewish people have accountants? What, what, what positions are, are all right, open so to the listeners? The listeners have a running back open, a wide receiver, tight end, flex, defense kicker. All right, well, I'm going to go in a flex position because this, this person would need to be pretty flexible because he's going to handle all sorts of humanity. Uh, all right. And in having to handle all sorts of humanity, we're talking about the originator of modern psychology, and that's Sigmund Freud. That's ah, defense. <laughs> I was going to go defense with that. Where are you going with it? I was going to go defense. With Sigmund Freud? Oh, yeah. Where'd you take him? Flex. flex. At your flex? See, that, to me, that's a wasted position. You go defense. Now You can override this. Up. You want to go defense? He can go, he can, he can, Maybe you don't want to score. No, Maybe I, scoring I wanted to use him as defense, but... Uh, but Joe Rafino had already... It's like already, he, he stops you near the goal line. It's like, now, are you sure you want to cross yeah. this line? Because if you Would do... Would your mother really want you to yeah, do I don't that? understand. I mean, I think this line is a direct correlation between you and the relationship with you and your father. You hold that football like a penis. And the thing... Yes. <laughs> By the time you sit there and even figure out what, which way is left and right, you're already... Yeah. It's not a bad defense. I think I'm going to go defense with that one, yeah. Okay. That, that was my choice for defense. It's not a bad defense. Old, old I'll help you guys out because so, I think so, I think you're already behind. So we're taking who did who did you have for 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 defense originally? Nobody. That's who I was going to take. Oh, okay. No, I wanted him as defense. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Defense. No, it's good. Oh, okay. You got Sigmund Freud as your defense. Okay. Yeah, because his defensive line. The only defense I know charges by the hour. He's going to be now, screwing up the offense, sir. People are making all these freaking you know all these picks on Facebook Live. Call in. Call in. The, I got the phone lines working. Damn it. Six one nine nine two four nine seven four. You know the number. It's plastered to the goddamn top of the page. Yeah. Call in. My there. pick. I'm going, I'm taking my flex, too. I'm going, I'm going to take my flex. I need my flex to be, like I said, I always have switchblade. You never know what's coming, right? Billy Bob Thornton? Versatile. Oh. You can do a lot of things. Very unpredictable. I'm taking a trio. I'm taking the Three Stooges. 
at the Flex. They were all Jewish, my friend. Every single one. All three. Light it up. <laughs> Market all four, actually, actually all four, really. Uh, no, there's more than that. There's five. There's actually six. Well, I think there's, yeah, there's six. All right, so what do we got at the Flex? With the Flex, stooges. we got the three Stooges, all three of them. Oh. It's a good pick. If I don't say so myself. People are starting to make some, some gestures here at, at, uh, at Moonshine. Joe, you got something? Joe, Quill, Joe Quillen's got a pick. Come on with the microphone. Since you're taking three people for, for flex, I'm going to take 12. I'm going to take the 12 apostles. The 12 apostles. All right. For the flex? Yeah. It's not bad. I could take, I'm not going to do this. One's a little but I could, take, I could take Jesus' kryptonite right now. Punches? I'm thinking about going Judas <laughs> right now. If I take Judas at my... Uh, see, I should start a holy war. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, Judas himself. Um, I'm going to go running back. I do like the 12 apostles, by the way. I'm going to go running back. I like a uh, short guy, a lot of character. Big ideas. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're not going to do it. Yeah. Mel Brooks. Oh, you Go Mel bitch. Brooks right now. Greatest funny. Good to be the running back. Yeah. Good to be a running. It's good to be the running back. It's good to be the running. May the Schwartz be with you. He was next on my list. He was next on your list. Now. He's phenomenal. James Brown saying good evening. Good evening to you, James Brown. James Brown? Yeah. yeah Mazel tov, man. You, you walked into the Hanukkah show. You got all the celebs calling That's right. We took, we, took the, we took the menorah, threw it right in the dumpster. That's how we lit it on fire tonight. Now. This, let me give you a little rundown of the list here. And again, people, the phones are working, so damn it, call in. What is this? Uh, Charles Bell saying, what do you think of the Phillies' um, huge splash? I hear Pat Falloon is next. <laughs> Pat Falloon. Well, Fletcher's going to say Pat Falloon, not a Jew, all right? Chris Gratton. Chris Gratton's pretty good. Andrew McCutcheon coming to the Phillies. Eh, for, for what? For what? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Is this, is this basically saying we're not going to get Harper? No, I don't think so. No? No, because I think he'll go to left, and then you will be able to use all those pawn pieces with that nice, doable contract. You got Nick Williams. You got Altair. You got Roman Quinn. You got Nick Williams. Did I already say Nick Williams? You already said Nick Williams. I might have said him. You, you, you did say him. But all right. So you can move all those guys, and you can still go grab Madison Baumgartner. But again, oh, Bumgarner, you're talking about Bumgarner McCutcheon. I think Bumgarner and McCutcheon are, are two guys that are both two years gone. Nah, Mad Bum can still play. Bumgarner maybe, but, but not for, not for McCutcheon. I think McCutcheon, like, like, again, once the Braves are gone, we're gone, he was done. He did lose a little bit. He was done. I mean, you saw a decline already happening in San Fran. I, I just think we overpaid for that. Well, we'll see. I mean, he's going to be starting. You know, but Charles, Charles over here, Charles Bowles says Harper to the Dodgers. Machado to the Yankees. The Yankees have been rumored to say, actually, they haven't been rumored to say, they'll flat out said, we don't want Harper. See, and I love that. I so love do I. Teams say, you know, like, oh, the Giants aren't going to trade Baumgartner. Okay. Right. And everybody believes that because right. there's no way a team would be throwing that out there to maybe, maybe increase that pot a little bit. Of course. That's exactly you what know? they're doing. People are idiots. Have you watched Storage Wars? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Right. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what we did. Exactly. That's what we did. So I, I, think, I think it was a little too um, – again, McCutcheon – Eric Cohen says McCutcheon uh, is only 32 years old. That's not all for baseball. And it's not. It's not. I just think that we got a guy it, – it's, it's, it's obviously, he's on the downside, though. He's, you saw the decline start to happen. I just don't think he was – I don't think he was. Um, he said some injuries. He was ripe for the pick. I, I just, I'm not a, I'm not a, I was a, I am a fan of McCutcheon. I was a fan of him when he was in Pittsburgh. I'm just oh, not a fan of him right now. Absolutely love him. He's a great, you know, he's, he's, he's another, a, he's a great he's guy. He does have to grow his beard back and the dreads. He's a hell of a ball player, man. You know, he comes in here looking like Meek Mill, and I, I'm not, I'm not with that. You know, I'm not with that. Um, let's, uh, let's get back to the, let's get back to the business here. All right. All right. Let's get back to the business. I got, I got the next pick. But you do have the next pick. All right, so you're going to make um, – let me announce the picture. If I may, please. You, you may. Thank you. So the listeners, a quarterback have Jesus Christ, the running backs Harry Houdini, their wide receiver Sandy Koufax, the flex is the 12 apostles, the defense is Sigmund Freud. Luigi, me. My quarterback is Moses. Running back is Mel Brooks. My wide receiver is Julian Edelman. My flex is the Three Stooges, and my defense is Bill Goldberg. People are over here uh, – Having a conniption on, on Facebook Live over the, uh, <laughs> over the Andrew McCutcheon thing. We're talking fantasy football here, goddammit. Well, what's, what's wrong? What, they think it's good? No. They don't like them. No. Well, the consensus is going up and down. We'll post a poll. <laughs> We're a legit show. We'll post a poll. All right. What's the pick, Rafino? All right. So I'm going to go with a female who also is an athlete. And he's probably one of the most decorated female athletes out there. Many, many Olympic appearances and gold medals. Okay. And that would be uh, Dara Torres. What? Who? You know, the swimmer. Oh, bud. I oh, hate, I hate, I hate to do it to you. You got to be kidding I me. hate to do it to you. Nah, that's a shame. That's, that's the one that's, that's going to... You know the swimmer? I thought you were going to take the, 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 the other guy, the, the, the greatest racquetball player in the history of, like, racquetball. I don't know racquetball. It's not good. Oh, that's bad, dude. Buddy. I'm going to put her as my kicker, though. Put her anything you want. Um, <laughs> all right. So you're going to go with Streisand now? No. Okay. Going wide receiver. <laughs> no, I'm going tight end. Did you just call her a whore? Tight end. <laughs> I'll take uh, someone just called Barbara Streisand a whore. Not, gonna, not inaccurate. You're going to go tight end with Barbara Streisand? Tight end. No. Yeah, I will take tight end. I'll take my, I'll take my woman now. I'm taking Jamie Lee Curtis. Tight end. Is She's she, Jewish. Look it up. No. Look it up. I don't, I don't worry about that. Is she a woman, though? Yes. You sure about that? Positive. There's a lot of talk about no, that. No, 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 no. She's all the way. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Tight end that age well, my friend. My tight end. Yes, I picked her as my, my female my female Jew. The Hermie division. Hermie division. Now, let's get she, back down to the She looks like John Bon Jovi. Joe, now, you've been away, right? I've been away, yes. What the hell have you been doing? Because <laughs> it's, like, it's been like two months. I've had like 17 different people sit in this freaking chair. Corrado's still stuck in the Republican, People's Republic of New Jersey. Yeah, he can't get out. What's going on? I've been doing a lot of baseball lessons, man. I had some clinics. Camps. What's that? Joe? Yeah, he's got, he's got MasterCard issues. This is what his problem is. Um, 
No, I was down there uh, doing my third job that I have in uh, Mike Trout's hometown in Millville. Okay. Doing uh, baseball lessons down there. You still, where, where's the clinic at that you're doing? It's a uh, Mil- uh, Phenom Factory. Phenom Factory, okay. Yeah, it's on 8th Street in Millville. If you live down there, everybody knows where it's at. Okay. Well, it's if you don't, place. Now you're, doing, you're doing hitting lessons, right? Yes, sir. All right, good stuff. Which I get some uh, inside information from some people who <laughs> are very well. Uh, you got sources? I got sources. You got sources? I, I do have sources. Okay. People who, were at, know? people who were at the wedding, Mike Trout's wedding. Ah. People who know him very well. Said so he's not coming. People will hook me up with an autographed hat on Thursday night. Uh, yeah, but try getting a football from his hands. <laughs> yeah, he's only got a you know, whole room full of them. But, yeah, the, the, the word is from them, the family says they do not want him up here. They do not want him in New York because it is too close, too much of a distraction. And uh, too, too much of a distraction from what? Just family, friends, people harassing him. L.A., I think he can walk around in L.A. and nobody really bats an eye at him. Here, people would be all over the place. Oh, yeah, no you doubt know, about like it. Like outside of Millville, you know. They'd be throwing footballs through his window. Yeah. Seriously, like Everybody Zach Ertz and Carson Wentz will be sitting out front of his porch every time he wakes up. There'd be his, his, <laughs> his morning paper and his morning football. Right. Every single time. But would Wentz be able to look at Trout if Ertz was there? Because you know he stares at Ertz all the time. I know. It's so sad, dude. It's sick. You can't, you can't get tape more than two passes a game, you know, because he's staring at Ertz the whole time. It's amazing, Goddard. He must have thought the wrong white guy out there and he threw it to Goddard a couple times. That was a hell of a play, by the way. That was a hell of a catch and run by Guy. There's no way oh, that should. The one where he got drilled in the yes. head and the helmet to yeah, helmet. That, hit? that was absolute ridiculous. That's what I thought the call was for, not for offensive interference. Well, that was that was bad. Well, speaking of bad. But Dallas, Dallas Goddard's going to be a stud. Speaking of bad, let's go to Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Yo, what's up, fellas? What's up, buddy? What are you eating, Charlie? Uh, we had uh, chicken uh, crust, uh, bread, chicken parm crusted with. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Bread crusted with uh, Parmesan on a chicken. There you go. Pretty good. Good stuff, man. What the? It was, what? Uh, it was <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait. So. You had bread crusted on a chicken. <laughs> what the? What the f- it was bre- it was Parmesan and bread crusted chicken. Got it. Oh, so you had the Parmesan cheese with the bread crust. Oh, crumb, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, what kind of? It was a, it was a yeah, it was like a layer of chicken. Is from Dollar Tree? Where the hell did you go, man? We're doing. Yeah, is this Steve Filippo calling from his car right now? What the hell is going on? All right. Charlie, Dr. Capis Charlie's on the line with us right now. He calls in every single week with his Tuesday 10. We're going to uh, – I got Joe here to answer the questions with me this week, which will be a lot of fun. And uh, Charlie, do you have a Jew for the end of, for the, end of the, uh, end of the call? Oh, I, I, I do, man. I, I, as a member of the tribe, I, uh, I do have – See? A, well, I think I do. I got to hear – I got to get a rundown of who's all been selected so far, but – I'm Who's pretty sure I got one for us. Run down in my ear. I will get you. We'll get you all caught up. But until then, yeah. let's speed this up. Let's go, Chuck. Oh. Tuesday, ten. All right, rock and roll. Did you survive the first round of the fantasy football? Playoffs? Yes, sir, I did. By a tenth of a point, one stinking yard, the smallest margin of victory possible, one forty-seven to one forty-six point nine. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Amari Cooper. Congratulations. Did you? No, I did not. I, I fell off. Thanks to uh, a lot of things. Well, did you did you ask me? Did you talk to me about it? 
you did help me out with my lineup. It just it just wasn't enough. Luigi, when you lose as many when you lose as many players as I did, it uh it don't help whatsoever. No, so, yeah, my my pick's still there. I just saw, I, I just you. got it taken. Uh, catch her off. Wow, this team, both teams are friggin'. Oh, 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 you texted Charlie the lineup. This is good, man. Uh, Just so you know, Chuck, Moses and Christ went one and two. Well, the the listeners took Christ. Yeah, but the listeners took Jesus Christ at number one, and I took Moses at two, but but I think Moses was the better pick. I don't know about that. Moses is the greatest Jew in the history of. You're going to tell me that that Moses throws a better better Hail Mary than Jesus Christ? No, but listen. He can read a game time. But here's the thing, though, is that Jesus, right? Jesus Christ. He kind of did his own thing, right? Like, Moses followed yeah. direction to a T. He led his team. He led an entire freaking just civilization to victory. God's, you know, Christ is injury prone. He's injury prone. I, mean, I know he bounced back with the, with the knee and the leg and the arm thing, I'm, I'm but, he, but he's injury prone. I'm with you, Luke, because, you know... <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus knew he was going to lose. That's what I'm and saying. Nothing. Exactly. It. He threw the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, what I mean. Jesus right. knew he was going to lose. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He still led his team in the battle. He was Phil Crew. He could have stopped. He, he Paul Crew. Paul Crew. Paul Crew. Sorry, st- it's all right. He could have stopped you. at any single time <laughs> and said, "Hey guys, listen. You know, know the jig is up. You know, <laughs> I'm going to lose this thing. We're, we're throwing it. <laughs> we're throwing it." <laughs> So all I'm saying is that Moses, again, now Jesus could walk on water. Again, cool party trick. That's fun. Nice. But Everybody Moses plays. can part defenses, man. You play in the dome, you don't have to worry about the water. And again, he's like, he's like, he's like a, you know, you do like John, you know, maybe you have like the, the coaches do like the, you know, the, 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 uh, the whiteboard. I mean, you saw him on there with the yeah. commandments. I mean, you said just, just rattling him off the place, man. Rattling off place. Microsoft sponsored <laughs> tablet. It's beautiful. He's got the tablet. Perfect. Yeah, that's why I mean he's 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 the he's the yeah, perfect quarterback. Son of a bitch's got bad hands. He broke one. Yeah, but he continued to play. He's got tough. He's got moxie. That kid's got moxie. <laughs> All right. All right, Chuck. Moving on. All right. Number two. Whose fantasy production dropped off the most throughout the season that killed you in fantasy football this year? Uh that killed me in fantasy football production. Uh let's see here. I would think that guy that you drafted that. <laughs> I would say that was cut. No, um, no, nah, not Carson. No, Carson Wentz has been pretty steady across the board. Le'Veon. Uh, well, Le'Veon never really got started. Uh, God, guy whose production really fell off. Uh, yeah, whatever you have. Look at a guy like Devin Funches out there in, in Carolina. Now, I didn't draft him, uh, but you're talking about a guy who last year was, um, you know, an ascending talent and a, uh, and a number one receiver out there in Carolina. And then all of a sudden, this year, I mean, dude, he's not even getting targeted. I mean, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel out there are getting all the targets. And you're talking about a team last week who just lost, excuse me, who just lost Greg Olson for the season, again, and possibly his career. And he didn't even get a look. I mean, Devin Funch didn't even get looked at. So, I mean, there, there's a guy who's, whose production fell completely off. Uh, another guy, Michael Crabtree. Uh, he's a guy who, we had, who I, I had in another league, in, in our league, in our Funkin' Fancy League. Um, you know, he was always good for at least, you know, 85, 90 catches a year, 1,000 yards, seven, eight, nine touchdowns, no problem. This year, he's, 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 about, half the, he's about halfway there. I don't have his exact statistics there, but it's about halfway there. And, you know, Eric Cohen over here mentions Golden Tate. Golden Tate completely fell off since he's uh, come here to Philadelphia. That's a shame because that's not on him at all. It's not I, on I him at all. I don't think it's 
I was at the game. I saw him a little bit. He's open a couple times. Yes. I was me and me. I took me and my uh, me and my son went to the Monday night game. Jason Nemiroff says Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar is a guy who fell off for him. Again, that was a guy who was ascending last year, had a bust out season, and then yeah, all of a sudden did. this year completely falls off. Yeah. You know, and and I can't explain it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, he had it's, a couple drops too, though. So he didn't help himself. He did have a few drops, but I th- the looks aren't there. I mean, yeah. I thought this guy would be getting a lot more looks, but you're right. I mean, you, you know, Zach Ertz has been dominating the offense here in Philadelphia. I mean, they, he's literally like 85% of the freaking passing. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. A lot of people are getting all excited about that. And, that, you know, and that's a hell of a feat. You know, like Chad Lewis had uh, 110 yeah, it, catches the one It year, is, which, but, but it's like winning the MVP and not making the playoffs. Exactly. It's, it, it doesn't matter. What are you doing to your team? Because, you know, and it's great that he's catching it. He might, out of, what, 97 catches he's got this year, he might have about 10 yards after the catch. So, I mean, he's just a possession guy, which is nice to have. But, man, spread it out a little bit. Yeah, ex- I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, 100%. They were so successful last year because of that. You know, they were hitting 10 different guys all over the field, deep, you know, little drop passes. Everything, everything was there. Now it's just all the same stuff to Ertz constantly. I think um, that was definitely – that was, you know, again – those are a few names for you. Um, is there any specific position you're looking for? Oh, I'll tell you another guy. I, Jimmy Graham completely fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, there was my right? tight end. You know, there's a guy that, again, he fell completely off the, off the face of the earth. And I don't know what's happening there. I mean, that guy he's, he was in a, a great spot to basically just kind of just re-energize his career, to revive it. I mean, you're out there with Aaron Rodgers. You got all these other weapons around you. You're basically like the fourth option out there. He's done nothing. Literally, he's had like two games the entire season. And this, and then now coming up in the in the, in the fantasy playoffs, you know, you almost have to start the guy because you're hard pressed to find anything else for him. Right. And now, when you're in the, like a lot of rosters during the during the uh, the playoffs, they lock, so you can't make moves unless you have an injury. Oh really? No. Oh, that's good. Man. That's I a good like thing because you can't just keep flip flopping players doing like my I, ros- my roster's lock. I played with a family when they would do is they'd cut their you know they all lived in the same house so hey I'm gonna cut this guy and then it would go through waivers real quick and then bam you right. know the dad gets it it's like oh that's that's nice. Don't that's ever, don't, yeah, don't ever play with a, people you know all in the same household. It's not a good idea. No. All right, Chuck. Next question. Number three. Number three. Who's your favorite? historical uh, Jewish figure. Well, we're, we're, we're making a list of them right now. <laughs> I don't a list of them. I, I figured I'd my go favorite, with what you were going with. Tonight. My favorite? I, I mean, but who's your favorite? <sighs> Is it Moses? Is it Jesus? Mel Brooks didn't die. Is it somebody it's, it's, else? I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm partial to Mel Brooks because I love yeah. everything the guy's ever done. Oh, he's I, got a direct line to my funny bone. I got my next wide receiver now. So I, I think I have to, I have to say my, my favorite. Yeah, it's, it's got to be Mel Brooks. I mean, it has to be. I mean, if we're talking in, in reality, then yeah. I mean, I, I am Catholic, and Jesus Christ, and Moses, and all those people. They're in my top. They're, they're on my Mount Rushmore. You know I mean? They're on my <laughs> of Mount, robe wearers. Of, of, yeah, exactly. They're on my Mount Rushmore of. Uh, you a toga guy, Bo? <laughs> <laughs> you sarong guy, Bo? Um, we're going off the rails. That's outrageous. That's uh, that's egregious. He's been saying that. You want me? You want me, You just want me to do the damn? I do. You I just want me to do. The, you just want me to do the voice. <laughs> oh man, that's egregious, Bo. I miss the phone calls, bro. Yeah. Uh, I used to call Joe Rafino's phone all the time and leave him the craziest voice messages of all time about cars. So you have, have you ever? Have you ever heard these things, Charlie? 
No. Uh, we got to post the voicemails. No. We gotta, you got to You know what, Joe? You got to post them. Yeah, go, you got to post He's got the voicemail saved. You got to post them. They're fantastic. Now, uh, yeah, I would say it's got to be, for me, it's got to be Mel Brooks. Because he, he's giving me so much joy. Okay. What about you, Joe? No, I like Mel Brooks. Uh, my other guy that I'm going to pick is uh, still alive, but I'll, I'll get to him in a little bit. He'll be my wide receiver. Okay. But uh, I like Floyd. Uh, you're going wide receiver. I got Dick I'm going running back. Right. But I did, I did like right. Freud, though, because I did take a couple of psychology courses, and uh, I really enjoyed that stuff. That was pretty cool. Where's your favorite I'm sick and don't want to be bothered spot? Oh, like your fortress of solitude? Mm-hmm, when you're sick. Well, yeah, the bedroom's kind of like the, the de facto one, right? But I'm going to go with the living room. I'm going to go with the living room. So you, got, you, got, you, got, you got plenty of, you got fresh light coming in if you need it, right, from the uh, windows. When I'm not feeling good, I don't want the light. I like the couch because you got the ability to lie or sit down. I like to have the option. You got nice. the ki- Normally, depending on where you live and how your house is set up, you got the kitchen to your right or your left, no more than five, six feet. Front door is there, so if anybody knocks on the door, you're waiting for a package. You don't got to get up and get out of bed to go downstairs or go from the other room into the next one to go to the front door. You got the apps, man. You know when it's... You know, no, 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 no. I don't live that freaking lazy. I'm lazy, but not that lazy. Oh, I like it. You got to get your steps in, too, by the way. How are you doing? Are you losing weight? Yeah, man. I'm at, uh, so you got to get your steps in. How many steps are you in I'm for today? I'm at 11,000 today. See? You're Four, doing well. I was doing good, man. You're doing well. yesterday. So I think you should be you should be you shouldn't be worried about apps and all that other stuff. I don't have to worry uh, about when stuff. When you order your food, you can you know again if you you know you got the grub go, coming or whatever it is. I go out and get it. You go out and get it. I go out and get my my. Jesus. Charlie, yeah, what are you Chuck. what are you doing? Did you skin in a cat? What's that? What are you Drop doing? Drop your phone in the toilet again. <laughs> you know when I order my uh, breaded Parmesan crusted chicken, I uh, I go up and get it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's damn good. Now mine's mine's bedroom man. Lock, close the door, get it dark, leave me alone, tell him. Yeah, bedroom is <laughs> going to be the fortress. I like the living room. I'm a living room guy. Andrea agrees, bedroom. I'm a living room guy. All right, moving on, Chuck. All right, what chore do you forget to do the most? Vacuum. I hate the vacuum. I'll dust. I'll spend. I'll dust. I'll I'll dust like Cinderella. I'll mop. I'll do whatever you need. I'll clean the bathroom. I'll scrub toilets. But for some reason, man, it's just a pain in the ass to get the vacuum out and unravel the wire. You You always got that one section that the cord's just just not long enough. You you got to stop. You got to stop. It's just a pain. The the vacuum is the worst. Is the most dreaded chore. But I'll do dishes. All di- I mean, I like dishpan hands. I don't mind it. It's okay. I like doing dishes. I was a dishwasher when I was in, in high school. It's like um, actually, no, no. It's almost therapeutic for me. Hey, Jose's ch- just just checked in. Jose Cologne, everybody. What up? Now, Jose, you should call in if you get a chance, buddy. It's been a while since I said hi to. Plus, you know, Jose on Hanukkah. Uh, nothing goes. Uh, better nothing goes that. better. You know what I mean? It's like Reese's peanut butter you know, cup. It's like lamb and tuna fish. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. What up, Ed Snyder? So. Yeah, vacuuming has definitely got to be it for me. Plus, it's noisy as hell, man. Yeah. It's, it, just, it, just, it just drowns everything out. It makes you go fucking crazy. It just sucks. Like this podcast. Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> it just sucks. It just sucks. Oh, Sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't even repeated that. Oh, my it bad. just fucking sucks. There you go. It <laughs> fucking sucks to be out here with this out-of-control shit. 
All right. Next question. Guy's so angry. What's the most disorganized part of your life? This is it right here. This podcast, every single Tuesday night from 7 to 8 p.m., is the most disorganized thing in my life because everything I need to go right goes wrong. It's just total, utter chaos, and a dumpster fire ensues every single week no matter how hard I prepare or what I do. Eric Cohen says try the opposite. Summer of George. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start doing the opposite. We're starting the show at 4 o'clock in the afternoon from now on, folks. Right in time for drive time. Exactly. I'd have to see that. Yeah, this has been, this is absolutely the most, um, the most disorganized part of my life, but yet, my favorite. I'd have to go with my billing. Your billing? Yeah, my bills. Very disorganized, but I'm on a budget now. I'm like actually uh, responsible. No. Yeah, man. You need an accountant? No. Because we've got, we got plenty of Jewish accountants out there. Don't worry about it. We get, we'll get you an account. We'll get the, we can get you a numbers guy. I, I, got, I got one. I can crunch some numbers for you, Joe. Thanks, Charlie. What about you, Chuck? <laughs> What's your least favorite one? Dude, mine in my car. Cleaning your car? My car is so disorganized. My car is so disorganized, I can't even get control of it. Is the steering wheel on the left? <sighs> you don't even want to see my car, man. Is the steering wheel on the left, at least? No, it's, uh, it might be in the middle. I don't know. It's kind of... You, you remember Urkel's car from the... Uh, He's a real dude. From uh, Family Matters. Yeah, I remember that. Don't tell me yeah, you have one of those car. little cars. The car opens up in the front. Yeah. No, you don't. If you have no, one of those, I, got, I swear to God, you got to bring a Chevy, it. I, I drive a Chevy Spark. <laughs> you small. drive a Chevy really Spark? Is. is that because of like a yeah, tailpipe man. sparking when it's driving? Char- have anybody seen Charlie? Charlie's, Charlie's bigger than the car. <laughs> Pretty much. Not in a bad way. Charlie's just a wide guy. It's like, I don't know how the hell you fit in that thing. Dude, I do. <laughs> I, I'm shifty, man. Like, I, I, I'm able to shift my weight around. It, it works. Can you get out of it, though? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Ferrer says, it's a BMW Isetta. Look this car up. It's really cool, Joe. And while you're, up, while you're on your phone, check out Funkin' Fancy on Twitter. See what the hell's going on. All right, uh, all right Chuck. Next question. All right, what's your favorite tea bag? My favorite tea bag. You mean like what chick? Like the the. the, 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 the no. Be real what, clear on the next thing you say. Bag. When you're sick and you're throwing a tea bag in a cup. Oh. oh. <laughs> Elaborate. I like a little. Uh, I like a little ginseng. Nah, I go green tea. Ginseng. Ah, green tea. You go basic. You're basic bitch. Green tea and honey. I man. like ginseng and I, I like the shit. ginseng and lemon. Yup. And li- low Lipton? Dude, the I like Lipton the guy? Lipton, Lipton, the Lipton black tea, man. Lipton that's black awesome. tea? Come on, that's just standard. Ooh. Just That's crap. Nah. Andrew, why are you so upset? Yeah, you just slam stuff so on the upset. table. See, I What's the matter? A couple of Pinot Grigios. You little... Uh, oh, my God. A, you know. that's like I'm the, just kidding. Relax. That's like the uh, Lightning McQueen guys. Um... Yeah, that thing's cool. Isn't that thing awesome? Yeah. I want to get one of those things. I have one, actually. It's my Mini. I just open it up from the side. <laughs> it's a step up from the Mini Cooper. Now. No, I take the uh, green tea and honey, man. I, I like I like a ginseng. But also. And that's why I don't get but, sick. Uh, but also, speaking of, I'm, I, I like a nice Earl Grey, too. Earl Grey. Earl Grey Ooh. tea is good. I don't drink tea. Bye. Love you, Jeff. See, Andrew. Yeah, okay, there you go. The, the choice of John Luke Picard. Uh, I'm, I, I like, I like, I like, uh, see, I like my green tea, but I like green tea. Um, I like it cold. Yeah, cold. 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 And then I went to this Indian restaurant. It was called 
The pal, ready for this? Surprise, surprise. Woo woo Indian or the, the palace of no dots, not feathers. It was the palace of India, not the mouse in the palace. No, I had um, God damn. See, this is the most unorganized part of my day. What I'm saying is, is that I went to this place called the Palace of India for dinner, right? And they, I had this like um, this this certain like tea they make. And you drink it like with the, like during the meal. You can drink it like during the meal. Like I don't ever had anyone drinking hot tea during the meal. No, it's right there on Pass Young Avenue. Right at Pass Young Avenue. Right at like uh, what is that? What street is it? No, it's not owned by Steph Curry. Oh God, that's just Jesus. Get it, Curry Indian. Get it. No. Indian. Oh, ah, there we go. Explain it more. The bastard doesn't, the bastard doesn't believe in the moon landing. Speaking of bastards, let's get moving on here with this damn question. What's that? All right. Next one. Please. What Bible story is most inspiring to you? David and Goliath. David and Goliath. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Some heavy foreshadowing. Yep. <laughs> Knew that was coming. <laughs> I'm going David and Goliath. Yeah, I mean, it just it just goes to show you that you know, it just it's you can overcome things. You can overcome anything. You know? Every little guy takes down big guy. Exactly. Yep. So I'm not real big on like the actual Bible stories, but that one little saying, that one little story they have with the uh, footsteps in the sand. Yeah, that's a good one too. I like that's uh, that, the one where it's like, um, yeah, I was by myself, and no, I was carrying you. Yeah, exactly. That, you that were was, carrying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a great that's, story that's too. A good one. That's always good for. Uh, I think they. I think you can see that. Uh, at. Uh, they, I think they have it all over Bed Bath and Beyond, written like all kinds of stupid shit. My mom had that hanging up in her bathroom, so I'd be able to read that every once in a while. Yeah, my mom did too. When I was standing up. <laughs> read it. All right. Next question. For what do you have the best inside information? So what could be gambling? Sources could deep be... within. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what do you what do you have the in on? I, I I got I got a few irons in the fire as far as like the four major sports groups go here in Philadelphia. I do. I have a few irons Ooh. in the fire. Um, I got a I have a few in the gambling world too. Um, I can give one source. You look at me, Joe. Like you got something. You got something? Oh well, yeah, I already mentioned it. Go ahead. A little bit of Mike Trout stuff. Oh, you got the Mike Trout stuff. So you got a little source of the Mike Trout. That's about uh, it. I do have a gambling in. Uh, direct line gambling in. Yeah? Yeah. A very famous one. They made a movie about him. Ooh. Yeah? Yeah. Sam Rothstein? No, not Sam Rothstein. <laughs> another famous Jew right there, brother. Another famous Jew right there. Is it Casino? There. No, it's not Casino. No, no, it's not Leonard Toes. I don't want that gambling in. <laughs> Trust me. I don't want that one at all. That's when you do the opposite. Uh, I have that. and um, But, again, I don't really tap these resources that often. I mean, there's no, there's no real need for it. I, I know a couple uh, writers, freelance guys for the MLB. Okay. That I've, I've got some information from every once in a while that they're pretty cool with me. So. I know two prominent... <sighs> I, I, I can't. I, I don't want. I can't say this shit because yeah, it's yeah. it's not it's not cool. Not, I don't, I'm not trying to be all secret. Like yeah, I, you. you know, you, you like again. You've seen me post on Twitter before. Like I post hot takes and stuff like that, yeah. like stupid stuff. But I, I'll never say like my sources say 
I do it as a joke. If I do, the, oh yeah, it's a source is deep within. Yeah, I do it as a joke. But if I have to actually say something, I'll say, listen, someone told me this, and, and that's it. But I, I, I can tell you that I knew why Marcus Smith got drafted. It was Harry Roseman. Mm, yeah, but it's... <sighs> All right. Well, I, 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 can't say, I can't tell you this. It, it literally came from right inside the draft room. You don't need to say how or who yeah. said it. You can, we'll you talk can about that later. Chip Kelly. Chip. Okay. Let's put it this way. If, if Chip Kelly had his way, Odell Beckham Jr. would have been an eagle. And it was done. Oh. Really? And it was done. Wow. Howie, there was rumors that night of that Howie put the, Howie, the deal was done. Howie said it's too much and put the kibosh on it. And then another pick where the Eagles were going to go make another pick. Aha, Clinton Dix was going to be an Eagle that year. Howie said too much. Put the kibosh on it. When it came time to make their pick, Howie turned over to Chip and said, so who do you like? Chip said, it obviously doesn't matter what I like. Draft whoever the hell you want. Time ran out. They panicked. Marcus Smith's your pick. And there was a great safety sitting right there. Went saying. number 27. Yep. So there's your pick. That's, so, that's what happened. All right. Last one. Thanks for living that night. What is the most... What, was, what is the hardest to believe Bible story? That all man was created equal. That wasn't in the Bible. Yeah, it was. No, that's from uh, all men are created equal. Wasn't it from the, God? Uh, it's Constitution or something? All right, preamble. No, that's from the Constitution. It is. That is. That's right. That's right. All men are created. That's right. Uh, no, the, the hardest <laughs> one to believe is the. Um, no, that's actually something. I, it's just hard to believe. It's just hard to believe. I'm sorry. Um, I don't. You know, what's the hardest one to believe? <sighs> are you, are you, could it be like a whole section? Like the entire, yeah, give me a whole the entire of the Genesis Bible. The whole section. New Testament. Um, That's my pick. The new te- the whole New Testament? The whole thing. So are you saying you're a Christian that believes more in the Jewish faith than the Christian faith? I'm saying I went to Catholic oh, school for you. a long time and now I don't follow anything. I like that. Uh, I got you. You like who? I like the stories. <laughs> I like the stories. They're nice, man. I, I, it's, it's, Get a nice cup of tea. I don't believe half. I gotta the, say, I don't believe half the stuff. I the hardest one for me to believe is Methuselah. I mean, nobody lives. Have you ever been down the the corner bar in South Philly at three a.m., dude? Methuselah is alive and well. The one with the snakes in the head. Yeah, oh, that's Medusa. That's Medusa. No, Methuselah <laughs> is. Uh, he was the the grandfather of Noah. And he lived for like 1,500 years, allegedly, according to the Bible. Well, there's another story that's And that's what I find the hardest to believe. Well, you need an ark, Charlie. I know a guy. So if you, um, and if you need to make a pick. <laughs> I know wood, Charlie. This will be the time to make that pick. So, Charlie, who's your All right. Who's you your ready? Team? Yep. My guy isn't afraid to stand up for what he believes in. He doesn't, doesn't back down from anybody that's bigger than he is. He's willing to hit that guy right in the head. And uh, as I said, you foreshadowed this pick. I'm taking King David at running back. Coming to our house.
house, you should get your behind kicked. It's a good pick. All right, Charlie. He's David, man. He was uh, the no, that's, king. That's, that's, hey, listen, man, it's a, it's a solid pick. But you guys are going really like. Everybody's seen his. Everybody's seen his junk in the world too. I you mean, guys are going. You guys are going just, all like statuesque. You guys are going all biblical. So I got to go biblical too. Taking all the fun out of this. Dude, I, w- I was thinking about going an actor, but uh, if he's not going a quarterback, I'm really I like. I really idea. wanted. I really want to take Judas to offset Jesus Christ. Judas, <sighs> <laughs> you'll lose. You go Judas. You're gonna. I'm gonna go wide receiver. I'm going to go next. He was hanging there, man. Taking Abraham. Taking Abraham. You know, there are some alive Jews. You I know. know that, right? I know. I took a couple of live Jews. <laughs> Didn't I? Yeah, Mel Brooks alive. <laughs> Julian Edelman's playing next weekend. Wide receiver? Yeah, Abraham's my wide receiver. All right. Charlie. Thanks right, for checking in, buddy. I'll let you rock and roll. Dr. Catfish Charlie, make sure you follow him on Twitter. You can check in with us Tuesday 10. His every single week. I mean, well, you can check in here every single week with him. And uh, you can find him posting his 10 questions every single night on Twitter at Dr. Catfish Charlie, hashtagging at Funkin' Fantasy. Chuck? See you, Charlie. See you, buddy. I'll see you guys. Bye. Going right back to the phones. I don't have a call screener, so uh, just like Stevie went at the airport, we're flying blind. 610-731, you're on the line. What up, Luigi's? What up? What up, Rufiano's? What up? What up, Jose's? What's up, Jose? How you doing, buddy? Mazel tovs, yo. the audience yo. tonight, yo. Mazel yo. Well, tonight we got Quillins. Uh, Andreas was here. There was a few other people hanging out, but they kind of got out of because the show's about to, uh, about to wrap up in a little bit. And then uh, Eric Cohen, the honorary Jew for the evening, is hanging out. What up, Cohen's? <laughs> and what up, fans that are leaving to say hello to the waitress? That's right. Everybody's getting out of here. So, Jose, happy Hanukkah yo. to you, my friend. What up, Hanukkah? You too, yo. What up, Menorahs? Jose had a hell of a uh, yep. Thanksgiving feast there. Yeah, Jose did have a hell of a Thanksgiving feast. Are, are, are you all relaxed now and calmed down and completely just digested from the Thanksgiving feast that was? Thick sliced ham he had on that plate. Yeah, Jose, Jose went. Yes, it was. Jose went ham, not turkey. Yeah. Which is odd for me because a turkey is a staple. It's got to be on. It's got to be on the table. Yeah. But Jose don't play by those rules. No. Yeah, if you wear NBA denim jeans, you don't, no, you don't live by the rules. Nah. Now, Jose. Which are awesome. They were awesome pants, too. By now, I got to ask you, I got to ask this question. Now, Seattle has been, yes. Seattle has been granted the expansion team for hockey. Okay? Oh, great. <laughs> I heard about that. Right. What would you name them? Now, I had a name for this hockey team. Some people love it. Some people think it's meh. If I was mm-hmm. the Seattle team, I would name them the Seattle Grunge. It just sounds like a hockey team. Maybe 20 years ago. What do you name them, Joe? Mm-hmm. The Sonic. I want to call them the Seattle Star Pops. Seattle Space Needles. <laughs> the Seattle Space Needles? I call yeah. them the Sonics. Well, if they were down here at Tacony, you can call them the, the, uh, the Tacony Hyperdermic Needles. The, the needles, because they're all over the damn place. <laughs> needles works, too. <laughs> yes, I know. Yep. Yeah, Other the Seattle that, Amazons? Before I get to my business, the Starbucks. Luigi's. What up? Um, tonight is the 30 for 30 on 42 and 1, yo. Is it? At 9 o'clock. Yes. We'll make sure to tune in. 
Last week I saw the 30 for 30 on Coach Knight, his last days at Indiana. Tonight is 30 for 30 special on 42 and 1, Tyson Douglas in Tokyo, yo. Yeah, I mean, that was crazy. You talk about one of the greatest upsets in the history of sports. Uh, Buster Douglas, I mean, first of all, Mike Tyson was was, was held up in a a hotel room with about 30 freaking hookers that night. Every drug imaginable. He, so he didn't even train. Story. He didn't even train for the fight. And he comes in there, and he, had, he, he knocked Buster Douglas down for about a good 37 seconds. It was the longest 10 count I've ever heard in my entire life. And Buster Douglas caught Tyson and knocks him down. And Tyson tries to get up, put the mouthpiece back in. The whole nine, we all saw it happen over and over and over again. And it counted Tyson out. And, and this is a guy who thought that no one could ever beat him. He was literally Mr. Indestructible. He was Iron Mike. And I can it, remember Larry Merchant saying after the fight, guess what, Jim? It's over. Yep. Mike Tyson has been knocked out. Yeah, and you know what's sad is when, when you saw that knockout happen, it wasn't that you saw mm-hmm. a heavyweight champion lose. It was you saw the end of, Iron of Mike, Mike Tyson. Ball. Like, yeah. yes, like when that happened, it, it wasn't that he wasn't even getting up to go to, 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 to fight Douglas ever again. It was like, it was it. The career was over. Yeah. You just saw that it was done. He was done. He wasn't the same guy anymore. Yep. Like, he lost everything mm-hmm. that night in the ring. Oh, and the interview with Jim Gray afterwards, too. I know. Was just... Hey, Buster Douglas got a pretty cool game on Sega for, for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, the guy was literally hauling carpet. He made about $50,000 yeah. from that fight. That's it. All that big payday, because he was on Stern talking about it. And That's all he got. Yeah, you got to remember, before Buster Douglas got his game, it was a pop, most famous game in Nintendo history. Mike Tyson's, Mike Tyson's punch. punch out. So yep. Popinski, baby. So to Pop Pinsky. Big Hippo. Yeah, Big Hippo. So, um, King yeah, Hippo. I'm waiting for that to come on right after Bobby Knight goes off the air. I'll have to check that out, brother. Mm-hmm. It's on the worldwide leader, yo. Other than that, Jose. Guess who's back on there? Who's back what on there? What up, Oberman? That's right. And Sage <laughs> Steels? That's right. Oberman's back. Yep. Bring back DP for a reunion, yo. I met Dan Patrick. He's a pretty awesome guy, man. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. Nah, he was cool. We did, mm-hmm. uh, we, did, we, we did like 10 minutes of radio together. It's pretty cool. Nice. Number one, let's comment on the Eagles game since I haven't talked about it since the debacle on Sunday. Let's get it back to the Eagles. Okay? Can we, can we um, give the NFL and the and graduate Goodell one of those, yo? Either... Either they were wearing Dallas jerseys or they were being Ray Charles the whole game. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it was it, that was I know. Jose, for me, it's it's, it's it's no. Listen, for me, it's bad. Like like Joe said earlier, I, I don't like to blame referees, and for the most part, referees really don't change the game so much in the NFL. I mean, in the NBA, mm-hmm. yes, they do. NBA, they really can, yeah. can mess the game up. In the NFL, not so much. But it's just some of the, some mm. of the calls were really, really questionable. Uh, both sides. Both the sides. Opening kickoff? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, though. Well, even the, uh, the, uh, the penalty on Zeke with the, with the helmet. Yeah. I mean, you never see that. And if you're really re- – I mean, why would they call that one? I was surprised with that one. But, again, though, nonetheless, you know, the Eagles have to be – you know, the Eagles have to be blamed for not being able to stop anybody on to stop anyone. They've been up over 500 yards in offense. Mm-hmm. They were hemorrhaging yards. Nope. Okay. And that, that come, that, that's coaching. 
That's coaching and execution and discipline by the players. And then again, even with Dallas, I mean, Dallas was getting hosed on a few calls too. I mean, I think it went both ways. I just think some of the bigger, the bigger calls in the game turned out to be towards the, you know, against the Eagles. Like I said, that call against Dallas Goddard was horrendous. That was a horrendous call that went for a touchdown. It should have been a touchdown. And I hate the fact that they always go to the, to the, to the, you know, to the referee mm-hmm. out there in New York. It's just like, you know, what's his opinion? But, uh, but they do that all the time. It's like Such if he can't, if he says it's not a foul, it's not a penalty. Why are they saying it's a penalty? Wow, the Raiders have waived running back C.J. Anderson. Hmm. Wow. C.J. Anderson, oh, a pro bowler in Denver, yep. goes over to uh, signs with the Carolina Panthers to help spell the loss of Jonathan Stewart and give uh, Christian McCaffrey a few uh, a breather here and there and now waived mm-hmm. from Oakland, a team where uh, the black hole spits someone back out. <laughs> like I said, yep. Randy Moss the only guy to ever go into the black hole get spit out and end up better on the other side because he went to freaking New England and turned out fantastic. I'm really interested to see how Gruden handles those picks. Yep. Other than that, Luigi's um, number two. Uh, I hear that JoJo's not happy with the role he's been given. Yeah, you know, see, now that's a, that funny, be- that's a funny thing, too, because Joel Embiid was here being the darling, right? He's used to being the darling in Philadelphia. Yep. Now... You got a guy like Jimmy Butler coming Butler's in, hitting, get, hitting game winners, yeah. and bringing a superstar-type talent to the Sixers, which he didn't have with him alongside of him aside from Ben Simmons. and Which was not going to take over a game himself. Again, Jimmy Butler is now the new shiny toy. Yep. So now all the attention is going away from, from Joel Embiid. Let me tell you this right now. And Joel Embiid has had this written on him since day one. He is a diva. Yep. A huge diva. And if he doesn't pull up his big boy pants and understand this is a team game and that Jimmy Butler is on his team and that Jimmy Butler is going to be taking the last shots in games because his three-point percentage is just a little bit better than Joel Embiid's and a little bit better of a shot shot maker and a shot creator than Joel Embiid is, he needs to understand that and put put this crap aside or this thing's going to fall apart really bad. Because a lot of people were talking about the fact of, Oh, well, Jimmy Butler's going to come here. He's going to be a bad guy in the locker room. He's going to be a bad guy in the locker room. I'm sitting back going, yeah, it ain't Butler going to be a bad guy in the locker room. It's going to be the guy who's got his shit up in arms because he's not the main focus anymore. And now the focus is on Jimmy Butler. Totally Again, the, the fact why he got, he got soured so much over there in Chicago and Minnesota is because he wanted to win. He was challenging guys left and right. He's like, yeah. I'm, am I the only guy here who wants to win? Am I the only guy here who wants to win? Jay Ajayi was supposedly that way, too, in Miami. Yeah. Because they sucked. The he guy wanted here. to win. Yep. Also, you know, Embiid was talking about, oh, you know, they put me up top all the time. I don't want to be shooting threes. Funny. Took a couple yesterday. Didn't need to, but right. he shot him. He still wants to. He still, I mean, it's, if it's you okay. you don't want to shoot him, don't, then don't shoot, shoot him. him. Exactly. Live in the paint. I mean, it's okay for him to come out and take, and t- and take a few, and take a three or, t- you know, a couple threes during a game or, or, you know, have the ability to be able to do that and stretch the, and stretch the floor, stretch the defense. But do your seven freaking two, seven three. Like, go live in the paint. I don't think he's able – Honestly, I don't think he's conditioned yeah, go live to in the work. Pain, yo. I don't think he's conditioned that's to do that. That's where you make though. your bucks. Yep. I really don't. I mean, that's a whole different type of conditioning to play down low and bang all the game long. I think he's got a mean streak in him that only comes out every once in a while. That that that's what that's what I feel. I, but I, wanted, okay, I'm sorry. I just don't. The the thing is that I don't see from from Joel is again is that I think he's. I think he's more concerned about putting on the show. Yes than he is about playing the game. 
And what I mean by that, he's always posturing and gesturing towards the crowd, towards other stuff. He's always yapping on the on the court and making little hand things. And he, he's always trying to be the funny guy on social media and off the court. I mean, it's all well and good. And it's great. It's entertainment because that's what sports is supposed to be. But, Joel, that doesn't translate to winning basketball. It just doesn't. It was cute when you were, you know. Yeah, it's cute when it's just we're in the middle of a tank and we're just, like, worried about having right. fun and we're just wasting time until we get to a competitive team. Now, all of a sudden, you're expected to win some damn games. Yes. So the status quo has changed. I'd really like to see if, you know, somebody takes a little bit of a, takes some of this stuff personally and takes a shot at him. I want to see how he, how he you know. This is where I want to see Brent Brown, Brett Brown bring him into the locker room you know, go into the locker room and talk to him or, I mean, into his office and talk to him and say, you know, look, Joel, you have to understand what we're doing here, man. Yeah. Like, this isn't about you. Yeah, but I don't even know if Brown even knows what he's doing. Because they, well, he doesn't. That whole play, the first uh, Jimmy Butler game winner, he said, oh, that's how Brown drew it up. All, right. he did, all Butler did was dribble the ball and shoot. He stepped back and took a three. That's not being creative. That's, that's, that's no game well, play right there. I still don't feel that he's the coach to take this team to the next level. Absolutely that's not. me. I don't, I don't feel, I've been saying it for a few years now. Yeah, it's start, really people are starting to really see it. Uh, same mistakes. You know? It's over and over and over again. Same, um, same stuff. But, again, Jose, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how the Jimmy, the Jimmy Butler uh, uh, soap opera plays out here in the next week or so. Moving on. Okay. I hope so. Moving on. Um, let me get this straight. Seattle is granted an NHL team. Yep. Are they happy with the Mariners? Are they happy with the uh, who else? Are the Seahawks there? Are they happy with uh, Gonzaga as a college town? Come on, man. I want the I want the Sonics Quebec back, is, bro. Quebec is Quebec's the only franchise we could remember having a franchise, and they don't get one. I hear again. you. I want the 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 Sonics back. I want the Supersonics back. What up, Brain Man? Yep. What De- up, Derek McKee? What up, Detlef what Shrimps? What up, GP? Give me Sean Kemp and his What up, Detlef Shrimps? That's right. What up, Key Arenas? <laughs> what up, Nick McMillan's? Oh. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good pull by you. What up, Gary Payton's? The glove, right? That's yep, what I said. What up, GP? Oh, you did see GP. I'm sorry, Jose. I'm sorry, Jose. My bad. My bad. What but, up, Tom Chambers? I, I would. Th- Ellis? I would have thought that if if the Seattle, it would have been great to have the Seattle SuperSonics get their basketball team back, and Kevin Durant opt out of that last year and go get a half a go billion dollars <laughs> from the Seattle SuperSonics and rebuild that team. Player, coach, manager. Yeah, he would have been it. Vice president. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Bus driver. You could have well, well. What up, Bernie Bickerstaffs? <laughs> Jose, with the drop in the knowledge. <laughs> All right, Jose. I got to ask you a question now. Now, we've been doing the game. Luigi versus listeners. We're doing famous Jewish people. All right, Jose? The listeners yeah. have the ability to take a wide receiver or a tight end with one of their final two picks. I'm going to ask you to make that pick right now. So I got to get, get moving with the program. So, Jose, I okay. need you to make a pick. So, who, so what famous Jewish person do you want on this team? Uh, I'm going to go with... The greatest pitcher in Dodgers history. He already picked. He's already selected. Sandy Ar- he was already oh, selected, man. Jose. He was already selected, Jose. Sandy Koufax is yeah. gone. Yep, he gone. He gone. You can take, uh, you can take a, an actor. He gone. You can take an actor. You can take um, uh, uh, an athlete. Actually, how many athletes do you already have? 
One. One. So you could take any Jewish athlete you like if you want to take an athlete. No, no, two. I'm sorry. We got two. Yeah, okay. We well, can still take one. Oh, man. I can't think of anyone that is Jewish other besides Koufax. Oh, uh, Max Schmeling? Oh, Max Schmeling. Okay. It's a good pick. Go Max Schmeling. Good pick, buddy. All right, Jose. Yeah, he... He fought Joe Lewis, yo, and probably the two of the one the, one of the most two rematches in the history of boxing. Okay, Jose. Well, that's that's a good pick by you, buddy. So thanks for thanks for calling in. All right, no problem. Yep, and we'll talk to you later, buddy. No Jose. problem, Rufianos and Luigi. Jose from Norris. <laughs> See you, Jose. I'll take my kicker. I'm gonna take a max too. Go Max Bear. Senior. <laughs> no. Max yeah, write, Bear. Write that one down, Lou. No. Max, Max Bear. You can take your time. Take your time. I got to move on. I got to do avoid and deploys anyway. Okay, because I'm just Take your time. Sure take your time. Take your time. Avoid and deploys. Again, this is the part of the program where I tell you not when to start Antonio Brown, but when to sit Antonio Brown. Okay? That's, that's, that's what I do I here. here. And normally I'm halfway right. So... Where was that for last not week? Not bad, but... Where was last week's at? What do you got? I'm trying to realize what the hell I'm doing. Oh, okay, this was last week's. Last week's, that's what I need. I told people to avoid Kirk Cousins at Seattle. Man. Nick Chubb at Carolina, he did get in the end zone. Robert Woods at Chicago, that was a hit. Jordan Reed at the Giants, that was a hit too. Deploy. Josh Allen at the Jets, decent pick. Marlon Mack, meh. Josh Gordon at Miami, meh. Chris Herndon at Buffalo, that sucked. Uh, for my DFS plays, these are the picks that help you uh, keep you under the salary, out, under the salary cap, but into the cash. Uh, last week, gave you Nick Mullins at at, San, at Denver. That was a hit. The Sean McCoy at, at the Jets. He got hurt. You can't hold that against me. Chris Goodwin against the uh, against the Saints. That was horrible. And uh, yeah, I I did give you Jimmy Graham. So that was horrible. My avoid for this week. I'm avoiding Jameis Winston at Baltimore. We're going to avoid Sony Michelle at Pittsburgh. Avoid Odell Beckham Jr. against the Titans at home. Yes, you heard me say it. Odell Beckham Jr. in the semifinal rounds of the playoffs. Avoid. Coming off the quad injury? Yeah, and we're going to avoid Jimmy Graham, too. Deploy. We're going to deploy Derek Carr since now. He's put together a few, couple, a few games in a row. Uh, we're going to deploy Jordan Howard against Green Bay. Curtis Samuel against the Saints, who I mentioned earlier for the Carolina Panther. And uh, Cameron Brait against the Baltimore Ravens. My DFS plays for this week. I'm going to give you Derek Carr, Cincinnati, for 6,800 on FanDuel. Also, Kenneth Dixon against Tampa Bay, he's 5,700. If you really want to gamble, Robert Foster against Detroit. All right, he's 5,400. That's a huge gamble. Uh, and then Anthony Fr- uh, Fersker, Fersker for the Titans, the tight end at the New York Giants, he's 5,100. And that was the, the fantasy part of the program. I got Gurley. That was a fancy part of the program. Now, you know what it is now, Joe, right? Yes, sir. What time is it now, Joe? My last pick? No. <laughs> it's time for the reality. It's time for the stone cold PVC pipe locks. It's two and two last week. I'm aiming for a fourth. How many? Four. Four and oh, sweep. Aaron Cohen says, not a Jew, but Juju Schuster should be on that list. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here we go. 
I'm going to go a little bit crazy here this week. We're going to go to the Buffalo one more time. Detroit at Buffalo. But Buffalo is minus two and a half. I'm telling you, don't take the points with Buffalo. Bet a money line because this game might be 2-0 Buffalo to end it. They're going to win this game, but they might not cover. But there's not going to be many points scored in this game. But I like the Bills to win it. If you can only score one point in a football game, this will be the game where it happens. I don't know. There might be some dildos on and off the field. That was great. But I'm taking the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half against Detroit. Take a money line now. And I'm going out of west to San Francisco, who I gave you the Niners last week outright as a five and a half point dog against the Denver Broncos at home. But this week, they're a six point underdog against the Seattle Seahawks, who are surging towards playoff life. And I will take the Seattle Seahawks and lay the six against the San Francisco 49ers. And we're going to go all the way back east. And we're going to Pittsburgh, baby. New England pages rolling into town. Actually, that's not even the game I have circled. Oh, it's just I have a circle. It's an underdog. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the four home dogs this week. Is that Thursday night? Okay. That is a 425 start, Joe. Well, we are heading back. We're actually going to stay west. And we're going to stay with the L.A. Rams, who are laying nine points to our Philadelphia Eagles here in Philadelphia. And I'm taking the Rams to lay a biblical beatdown on the Philadelphia Eagles. The Rams losing that game against Chicago and the New Orleans Saints winning against Tampa. Yeah, that the, set up. the Rams need to win this game. They're coming home with a little home cooking and a little revenge from last year in a game that they need. And the Eagles are completely and absolutely decimated on the defensive side of the ball. Jared Goff and company and Todd Gurley will rack up over 500 yards of offense on this game, on this team. And it is going to be a shellacking. I'm telling you, this is a double-digit dog. I mean, a double-digit win all day long. So this could be one of those games. In the past, I would have said, you know, the Eagles came back and they beat the Patriots after, you know, they had a couple games skid there. But I don't see it this year. I just don't see it. I don't see how the defense can, can keep those two contained. I mean, if, if Dak is going to throw that much and Zeke ran like crazy, Gurley's just going to uh, – Gurley might be exhausted by halftime. He might kind of like what Saquon Barkley did when Schumer sat him down. Yes. He might just be exhausted. I don't, dis- I don't disagree. So, I know that Eagles, was the reason why Barkley sat the second half. No, it was because he had 17 carries for 170 yards already. They were smoking him. That's why. Yeah. So, 17 carries for 100 uh, – I'm sorry, 17 carries. Uh, the L.A. Rams minus nine against the Eagles. And then we're going to go to Monday night. And a game that means everything to me. Because the players in that game mean everything to my fantasy life. Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara go to Carolina to take on the Panthers, the reeling Panthers. Panther? Panther. New Orleans, a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road in Carolina on Monday night football. I'm taking, because I need it. (laughs) I'm taking the New Orleans Saints, minus six-and-a-half on the road against, a, like I said, a reeling Carolina Panthers football team and Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara to score 50 points yeah. apiece and help me win my fantasy playoff championship. Well, Cam has been hurt, right? He's been in and out. Ah, Cam's been in and out mentally. That's what he does, man. Oh, yeah. 
But they've been real. They've been a good team at home, but they've been real. Can I have one more of these, please? Thank you. Um, so there you have it. There's the four picks. We're going Buffalo minus two and a half against Detroit. You won't need the points. Make sure you take them straight up money line because it's going to be a 2 nothing ball game. Seattle laying the six on the road to San Fran. I'm taking the Rams at home minus nine against the Philadelphia Eagles and the New Orleans Saints on Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, to go into Carolina and do some damage. So there you have it. There's the picks. Do what I'm with you want. Last pick of the night now. Luigi versus Listeners Fantasy Showdown. Joe? Yes. It's your pick. You have a wide receiver left. I'm going to go with uh, – I had a suggestion, but I'm not going to use this guy. All right. Because I'm going to go with somebody much taller, still alive, still – You have a okay, running back I got a running back left. Okay. So I don't know if he'll beat Abraham, but I know he's funnier. All right. And he probably would have more – he definitely has more subscribers on SiriusXM than Abraham possibly could. And that would be the greatest radio host of all time. Oh, motherfucker. Howard Stern. That's good. Thank you. That's good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Stern's good. It's a big guy. Big I go running back, man. It's like Plaxico. I go running back. I'm going one-two punch. They're running back. I mean, you, you substitute them in and out. It's like thunder and lightning. Jerry Lewis? No. Oh. I have Mel Brooks. I'm taking Gene Wilder running back. Oh, very nice. I'm taking Nicely Gene Wilder's mother running back. Willie Mother Wonka himself. There you go. Nowhere special. I've well, always gonna, wanted to go there. If you're going to go Willy Wonka, you've you got to use a character from a Mel Brooks movie, though. No, no, I'm not going Willy Wonka. I'm just, no, I know. But if you're I know, I know. I'm just saying Mr. Willy Wonka himself. Yeah, I mean, you could, you know. I, I understand, John. You know. All right, just, you're, you're talking about just like, details. You know. You know me. I don't, I don't live my life in details. Jesus Christ. Where's my asshole? How about that? <laughs> <sighs> that pretty much does it, Joe. Let me give the, uh, the list one more time. There's no practice. No. So Luigi's list. Luigi's team here. Moses at quarterback. The running backs are Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder. Wide receivers Julian Edelman and the great Abraham from 4 BC. Tight end is Jamie Lee Curtis. The flex is the Three Stooges. The defense is Bill Goldberg and my kicker is Max Bear. The listeners, Jesus Christ at quarterback. Not Jesus Christ superstar, but at quarterback. The running backs, Harry Houdini and King David. Their wide receivers are Sandy Koufax and Howard Stern. Their tight end is Max Schmeling. Their flex is the 12 Apostles. The defense is Sigmund Freud. And the kicker is Dara Torres. This will be up. Uh, this will be up tomorrow on At Funkin' Fantasy. Make sure you're following the show, At Funkin' Fantasy, for you to vote on the Luigi vs. Lissa showdown. You can do that each and every single Wednesday morning because I post a show Wednesday morning after the show finishes up on each and every single Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. here live from Moonshine, 1825 East Moy Avenue. And make sure you bring it back here tomorrow night for the Tony Bruno Show extravaganza. Uh, Tony and Robin will be joining me here and uh, it'll be more off-the-rails action. I want to uh, thank everyone who came out to, to watch this thing. Uh, the, uh, the official mensch of the show here, Eric Cohen, for stopping by with some of the famous 4th Street cookies. The chocolate chip cookies was the greatest thing I've ever eaten in the past seven hours. It was, it was incredible. Uh, Joe Quillen and the rest of the gang for stopping by and adding some uh, ambiance to the room. They got the poinsettias out there already on the, uh, on the fireplace. Very nice. Yeah, the fireplace that wouldn't even need a touch because the dumpster keeps the place nice and toasty all year long. I want to thank Joe Rafino for finally finding his way back to the goddamn podcast. After all these damn weeks, man, we missed you, pal. Are you going to see you back here next week or no? 
Yeah, it should be next week, yes. All right, great. Yep. I appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you listening in and joining in here on Facebook Live, on uh, at uh, on Block Talk Radio, Periscope Live, and YouTube. And I want to thank each and every one of you again for joining us each and every single Tuesday night here from Moonshine at 7 p.m. I'm your host, Luigi Kurtz. To remind you, it's not a fantasy if you believe it's real. L'chaim, everyone. Music and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.